Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Thursday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. That's all that really matters. And we appreciate you being with us coming up in 20 minutes. Can the Jets' defense be historically good? Tonight, the NFL's Week 1 kicks off. We have the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the New York, I should say, hosting the Detroit Lions. We'll be talking about the Jets' defense coming up here in about 20 minutes. But tonight, it's about the Chiefs, it's about the Lions, and the NFL tends to get these things right. And I think this is a right matchup because, number one, I think it's a really cool modern tradition of the NFL to kick off the season with the defending Super Bowl champs. But also, the Lions come into the season with major juice. And you would have never said in recent years, for about 20 or 30 years, that the nation wants to see the Lions kick off the season. But I think you can say, by and large... The nation wants to see the Lions kick off the season. So this one should be a lot of fun tonight. Our next guest is an NFL Network insider. You can see him on the Insider Monday through Friday at noon Eastern time on NFL Plus and at 1 o'clock Eastern time on NFL Network. Our good friend Ian Rappaport joins us this morning. Rap, good morning. What's up, man? How are you? I'm great. The day is here. We're all fired up about it, although... Now that the Bosa deal is done, we look ahead to Chris Jones. Do you expect yeah. Chris Jones to play for the Chiefs before week nine? Um, you know, I think there's a deal to be made. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure whether or not the uh, whether or not the Nick Bosa deal helped or hurt. I mean, it certainly raised the bar. It changed the market a little bit. Does that get the Chiefs to up their offer? Does it get the Chiefs to come a little closer to where – the agents for Chris Jones are like, there's still a lot of questions, but I do think the Bosa deal changed the market a little bit, not just for, for Chris Jones, but I think for any defender raised the bar for, you know, the highest paid defender in the NFL. Um, you know, I think everybody hopes they can come to resolution before week eight. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be playing tonight, um, but you hope at some point soon they can figure this thing out. My guess is that even though it's not exactly similar, there's some similarities between the Tyree Kill situation and Chris Jones and that you have to make a decision within the Chiefs front office about where you spend the money because you 
have money to spend, but you don't have unlimited money to spend when you have Patrick Mahomes, and you have to figure out what Mahomes can cover up. They decided Tyree Kill they didn't need, and it was validated. Do you think that decision informs at all this decision about Chris Jones? No, because I think they've already offered you know Chris Jones a legitimate deal. I mean, they're they're not there yet, um, but I don't think it's something where they say, well, we just don't want to spend the money here, so therefore we're going to allocate resources elsewhere. Like, he's one of their best players. Um, it is right before the season. You know, I, I think, you know, certainly it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to, to get done and to lock him up and just to kind of make sure that, that he's secured. And I think cap-wise it helps as well. You know, um, I think the Tyree Kill thing was a little different because it was in the off season. It was around the time of free agency. They did have a trade partner. You know, I don't, if even I mean, I guess they could theoretically trade Chris Jones, but I'm just not sure. Like, who right before the season has the kind of money and needs a star defensive tackle and will pay him, you know, twenty million dollars per year or something like that? Is there a better team in the NFL today than the Kansas City Chiefs? Um, I mean, until somebody beats them, I would say no. Um, that's one you know, good thing about being the champs, right, is you get to come in number one. Um, I mean, I think we'll see some tonight. Now, I mean, one thing about the Chiefs, and sort of always like this, but they're always kind of themselves. They're always kind of the same. I don't think we're going to be going into tonight being like, you know, well, let's, let's see what we got. I mean, it's, I think it's fair to say we kind of know what we got, you know. Um, I, I think they're really good. They are. I think their defense should be a little bit better. Um, Holmes should be himself. We'll see if Kelsey goes tonight. I think at least there's a chance. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely the class of the NFL. Ian Rappaport joins us this morning here on the show. What do you think the potential of the Detroit Lions this season is? Um, you know, I think playoffs. Um, to me, they look like a playoff team, and I don't know if that's you know winning the division. I don't know if that's a wild card. But, you know, basically, like, the way they finished – I would expect them to pick right back up. I mean, they have good coaching staff. They got good young players at key positions. Um, Jared Goff is probably playing as well as he has, you know, I don't know, maybe ever, maybe since the Rams Super Bowl year. Um, and the fact, you know, it's so crazy to think about, like, you know, everyone knew that this was a bridge quarterback. And, and if you look at the actual deal that they made when they traded Matthew Stafford, I mean, Jared Goff, because of his contract, was a throw-in. Like he was, mm-hmm. he was worth basically zero. Like the deal, the picks would have been the same with or without him. They were just like, yeah, we'll just pick up him in the contract. And it ended up being, you know, their starting quarterback. And I think the fact that Goff is playing as well as he has is a testament to their coaching and honestly a pretty cool thing. It's a very cool thing because you're right. The Goff thing was we need you to take this money off of our hands. Not that this is a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL. Has Goff found a permanent home, or do you think the Lions constantly have an eye out for if they can upgrade at QB? I mean, it's kind of looking like it's their permanent home, right? Like it's or it's his permanent home, and it's kind of looking like this is it, you know. And I don't know. I mean, I think by the end of his Rams tenure, I think everybody was done. I think McVay was done. I think Goff was done. I think they were done with each other. And, you know, his play had dipped a little bit, but not that much. It was just mostly both sides were kind of over. Um, And, you know, I would say absent some sort of, like, dramatic drop-off in his play, like, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, I think he's probably good. I think they're probably good. You know, 
do you always look and, and see what else is out there? You probably do. I mean, they drafted Hendon Hooker, so um, we'll see what that ends up being. You know, obviously not a premium pick, but yeah, I mean, I think they're in a pretty good place altogether. I thought it was interesting that Kyle Shanahan admitted, I thought the deal with Bosa was going to get done. There was not really a lot of concern that it wouldn't get done, and it seemed like both sides realized it was an eventuality. Is that how the Niners front office has handled its stars, where there's not really acrimony? It's just that it'll take some time, but we'll eventually get there? Because they've really re-signed all of those guys to some pretty big deals. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of how they handle everything now. You know, it's like even when Jimmy Garoppolo had, like, serious, serious shoulder surgery, they were kind of like, yeah, you know, he'll be back. It'll be fine. Like, that's kind of – it's that's how they handle everything. You know, it's always like, yep, it'll work out. It'll work out. It'll work out. And even in the Trey Lance thing, you know, they were positive, positive, positive. We love Trey Lance. He's made great progress. You know, we hope he's here for a long time. Then they traded him. You know, so that's just kind of – I think that's their, their sort of public face. Um, you know, they did a really nice job getting Bosa done. They also paid him, you know, an exorbitant amount, what he happens to be worth. But $34 million a year, the highest paid defender over Aaron Donald. I mean, it eclipses, I think, what everybody thought. Um, so they, you know, paid a lot, a lot, a lot for him. Um, but it helps to have great players. And, you know, him being worth every penny, I think, makes it an easy decision. What are you hearing about how the Packers internally view Jordan Love and his potential for this season? Um, you know, it seems to me like they view him as, I'd say they're hopeful. Like, no one is like, all right, we got it. You know, this is not with the Chiefs and the Holmes where, like, going into his second year, they're like, we have the next big superstar, and he's ours, and he's amazing. It's more like, all right, like, great guy, great learner, really like what we've seen, really promising. Let's see what happens when we get out there. I'd say that's kind of the mentality. It's not like, we're good, we're good. It's more like, we're hopeful, and when the lights come on, Hopefully we're still good, and if that's the case, then let's go. I can't tell if there's massive pressure with the Chargers on the coaching staff getting this team deep into the playoffs or because it's a relatively uh, placid organization that there there is no urgency or pressure. How do you read them? I think when you have you know a, a superstar uh, superstar quarterback, there's always pressure to win now. It's like nobody wants to let any of the window go. Nobody wants to say, ah, you know, we have Justin Herbert, but, you know, if we just kind of sneak into the playoffs, like, that's fine. Like, I do feel the urgency. You know, I don't know about, like, how it affects people's jobs because, you know, if I were to say, like, you know, if they miss the playoffs, are they all going to get fired? Like, I don't know. Depends on how it happens, if it happens, but... You know, it is an organization that is in its window. I think it would be, you know, a team that certainly can win, can win the Super Bowl, should go deep into the playoffs. Like, that's the kind of urgency and expectation of the Chargers face. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network. Finally, we always look for sleeper picks around the NFL, and I've heard so many people say the Steelers are the sleeper pick that I don't think they could be a sleeper pick anymore because they're so popular. Yeah. How, do, how do you view the buzz around Pittsburgh? I think they're going to be good. Um, you know, it seems with the quarterback, you know, I'm, it's not like he's Roethlisberger in his prime, but there's been some really promising things. And, you know, this is kind of what you hope you got. I mean, he took a quarterback in the mid, middle of the first round, 20th, if I remember correctly, 16th or 20th, I can't remember. Um, and he's a good leader. He's got a lot of experience. He's really solid. 
you know, he's captain. This is kind of what you hope you get. They have a good defense. They're hard-nosed like always. You know, they're kind of like the Chiefs. And like you always know what you're going to get. As long as the quarterback is okay, you always know what you're going to get elsewhere. So, to me, they're another team that should be a playoff team, should be really solid, you know, could could go in, get in and keep playing. Um, yeah, I don't know about Sleeper, but I just think he'll be good. Mm-hmm. Ian Rappaport joins us, NFL Network Insider. He's all over the place, especially this time of year. But you can see Ian on the Insider Monday through Friday at noon Eastern on NFL+. Plus. Check that out as the NFL season kicks off at 1 o'clock Eastern time on NFL Network as well. Rap, I know it's a busy time, man, especially a busy day, so I truly appreciate the time carved out for us today. No problem, man. Talk soon. Take you care. too. Ian Rappaport joining us this morning here on The Da. I like the Steelers, too, and I usually try to find teams that I can find some decent value on preseason in terms of over-under win totals. And I thought the Steelers would be that team. They were competitive to the end of last season. They had a chance at the playoffs in late December, early January. It was Kenny Pickett's rookie season. They once again dealt with some big injuries. And if you come back healthy, pick it in year two, solid coach. They know who they are. Minka Fitzpatrick's always a stud. T.J. Watt's always a stud. They've got wide receiver depth every single year because of how they draft. I'm thinking, you know what? That's a potential playoff team that's going to surprise some people. And everywhere I turn, I keep hearing the Steelers are going to surprise some people. The Steelers are going to be surprising. Steelers are going to be a sleeper. And I'm like, well, they can't really surprise anybody or be a sleeper if everybody says that. I think they're going to be good, just like Rap does. I think they're going to be good. And the AFC North is probably the most interesting division top to bottom. Top to bottom. It's not my fault. Of any division in the NFL. Number one, the pressure is on the Bengals. Because they, if they're not the best team in the NFL, they're close to it. And they have the quarterback to win a Super Bowl healthy, we think, the calf strain. So the Bengals have a target on their back. They're really good. And people, they they won't sleep. They won't surprise anybody. Nobody will sleep on them. They got to a Super Bowl. They got to an AFC championship game. They're ready to knock down the door. They're a power team. You have the Baltimore Ravens, who have locked up Lamar Jackson long-term. That was the biggest question mark for the offseason. Obviously well-coached, stable, but they're changing this offense all around to make it very pro-Lamar Jackson. Todd Munkin comes in to change what what they've been about. And that, that whole dynamic is up in the air. I mean, it could work gloriously. It might not work, but the pressure is on the Ravens to capitalize on Lamar Jackson's prime, especially after this big contract. The Pittsburgh Steelers should be very competitive, as I said, and some have picked them to win the division. Now, if they take out the Bengals in the AFC North, that means the Bengals really have had a disappointing year. That means the Bengals would have to lose six games or more, and... I think that's a huge disappointment. But the Steelers are going to be a thorn in everybody's side. And then it leaves the Browns, who have a massive upside and a massive downside. 
Kevin Stefanski needs to get to the playoffs. The guy's likely to be fired. So there's a coach in the hot seat going into week number one. Deshaun Watson, they gave up so much to get him and then fully guaranteed money. And Deshaun Watson, by the time he got on the field last year, was nothing to write home about. So Watson has massive pressure on him to deliver. But they've got talent everywhere. They've got one of the best running backs in football. They've got one of the best pass rushers in football. They've got a quarterback that once upon a time was one of the best quarterbacks in football. And they have, you know, a team that wasn't long ago that made the playoffs and won a playoff game. So they could be a 10-win team. They could be a 6-win team. They could be an 11-win team, maybe. They could be a 6-win team. The AFC North, all four squads are fascinating stories coming into this season. When we come back here on the show, the Jets, at least some internally, believe they could be historically good. Is that hyperbole? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's going on, D.A.? Hey, man, love the show. D.A., love the show, man. Love all you guys. What's going on, D.A.? It's big fan, man. I've been listening to you guys for a long time. D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. A long time. Today is Thursday Night Football Preview, sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Tonight, Travis Kelsey with a hyperextended knee, is listed as questionable for the Kansas City Chiefs. We just had Ian Rappaport join us from NFL Network. He says, do not expect Chris Jones to play today. Probably you knew that already. The Detroit Lions and the Chiefs, this number has come down quite a bit since the injury to Kelsey was announced as well as a lot of love coming in on the lines. I think earlier in the summer, it was up to a touchdown, but now it's down to four and a half. The chiefs by four and a half. Your total is at 53 and a half going into tonight. They're going to raise the banner two championships in what? Four years for the chiefs, five consecutive AFC championship games all at home, which is really remarkable. And I've talked about this prior as great as the Chiefs' run has been, five consecutive home AFC title games, three Super Bowls, and two Super Bowl victories, it could have been better very easily. <laughs> Think about this. 
in 2018, they hosted the AFC Championship game and had it won against the Patriots when a Brady interception in the waning moments was called back because D. Ford was lined up on offsides. Then they lose the coin toss and Brady goes down the field and wins the game. D. Ford lines up on sides. They're going to the Super Bowl. They would have been to four Super Bowls in five years. Then when they lost to the Bengals at home, they had a 21-3 lead in that game. And then it was 21-10 at half. And it still went to overtime. And the Chiefs had the ball in overtime. And they lost that game. You are talking about they're two plays away from having gone to five consecutive Super Bowls. Just remarkable. And it is why I'm annoyed. And I hope I don't say it. And if I do, you're allowed to call me out on it when people say, we'll never see that again. This won't be replicated. It's the only time this will happen. You'll, the last of such and such. People said that about the cheat, about the Patriots dynasty. We'll never see this type of run in the free agency era ever again. Now, that was a 20-year run, and that seems unlikely for even this Chiefs team. But... This is now, again, we're two plays away from the Chiefs having done something that no team has ever done, five straight Super Bowls. The Bills went to four. When you're talking about five straight AFC Championship games, that's height of the Patriots. That's like Steelers of the 70s. You know, even the Niners of the 80s didn't do that. The Cowboys of the 90s didn't do that. It's heady stuff, and I don't think any of us believe that they're near the end of this run. So tonight, Thursday Night Football, Chiefs and Lions from Arrowhead. DJ Reed, a member of the New York Jets offense, a New York Jets defense, believes that this year's Jets D could be historically great. He wasn't even prompted to talk about the greatest defenses of all time. But Monday, on a Zoom call with reporters, he said, I'm very confident. I think we have the potential to be the best defense of the NFL. And honestly, I think we could be historical. Not just the best defense of the league, but I think we can have a historical defense, like the 85-86 Bears, like the LOB in 2013. I think we could be dominant. If everyone plays up to their potential, I think the sky's the limit for us. Number one, huge props to DJ Reed for knowing his history because a lot of players just don't. You know, just today, I mean, we say 85 Bears a lot, but I mean, if you're a 24-year-old player, I don't know if you even know the 85 Bears. And he mentions 85-86, which is true, because in 85, they won the Super Bowl. They're always heralded as the greatest defense of all time. 86, they went 14-2 and and had the number one defense in the NFL, statistically better in some regards, but lost in the divisional round to Washington. So they were great those two years. So that was a good job by DJ Reed and Legion of Boom 2013, an amazing defense as well. The downside is don't say that. Don't say that. Because the Jets have a long history of grand proclamations and expectations that ultimately fall flat. 
And this Jets team hasn't done crap. And I wish I could say something else. They had a really good defense last year. What did it get them? Yes, Zach Wilson's to blame for plenty of their problems. Yes, the offense was to blame. Plenty of problems. Robert Sala, you can blame for plenty of problems. But ultimately, that defense also gave up some big plays, big first downs, big chunk plays when they couldn't afford to do it. It's a defense that finished on a team that went 7-10. and 10. I realize the defense was better than the offense, but let's not act like last year's Jets defense was also the 85 or 86 Bears. And that now they just have a quarterback. That was a defense that had some great players, Quinton Williams, Sauce Gardner, that can be very good. They don't seem to have a weakness. But they gave up 316 points last year in their own division. That wasn't the best defense. The Bills gave up less points. In their own division, in the AFC, the Ravens gave up fewer points. In the NFC, same thing. The Niners gave up 60 fewer points than the Jets did. So, I mean, they were a good defense, a very good defense. They weren't the best defense of the NFL can, that can talk about being the 85-86 Bears this year. Don't say that. Good expectations. Should be a good team. But let's not put the cart before the horse in a place where they haven't been to a Super Bowl since the 1960s. Since prior to a man on the moon. Let's get real. It is a thirsty Thursday, and so we are toasting to the good stuff this morning. Tweet at me, DA on CBS. Smedley Hoover gone incognito, toasting the return of the NFL and the start of high school hockey. My son begins his senior year of high school. Hashtag toast them. Booskies. JD says booskies to the former Sultan of Salt, hard hat wearing locker room leader Mraz. Keep up the good work at that other radio show. Hashtag Booskies. Booskies. Giovanni says, I'm assuming you haven't replaced Mraz so that he can come back home soon. That's not. I mean, it wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan. <laughs> but it is lining up is. that way. <laughs> <laughs> the Citrus Thorn, who could be a thorn in people's sides including mine, I will gladly send Mraz a thumbs up. But those same people that are abusing him on the radio are the people he so much stood up for as the tough New York fan. You can't have it both ways. Mm. Hang in there, Mraz. Use the mute button. And that is true. Mraz liked to beat his chest about how tough it was to be a New Yorker and to be a New York fan, and you had to be able to handle it, and now he's getting the brunt of it. And I guess... There was a lesson not learned by Sean that you and me and Pete and others tried to teach him about being a more gracious fan slash person, not right. thinking, you know, the Yankee World Series drought of 14 years was the worst thing ever, and that his team always had the worst plight more so than yours. Because I think some of the things that have gotten him into this Trouble, And again, this is not to excuse the miscreants yelling and screaming at him and his wife and brothers and sisters and whatever on social media. But we tried to tell him 
be careful, you're going too far. He didn't listen. He takes the same shtick down the hall, and now there's more people listening, angrier people listening, and they're calling him on his bleep, and he's feeling it more than he did when we tried to do it. Definitely, although I think they wanted that down the hall. That's why they put him in that position to be the agitator. So I use this reference a lot, but it's a little bit like when you want to smoke a cigarette and you're 14, your dad catches you and he makes you smoke the entire carton. It's like he 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 looked for agitation on social media. He looked, he wanted to draw attention right. and, and rabble rouse. And now he's got it so much that it's like suffocating. Yeah. He used to be a big fish in a medium-sized pond. Now he's a big fish in a bigger ocean. And there's a lot of more. Sh- there's a lot more sharks swimming around. I don't even know at- he's a big fish. He's just a fish with oh, more that predators. Was a, that was a body reference, <laughs> <laughs> not a prominence re- reference. Fully Ohio is toasting his daughter Maddie. She had her first day of ballet yesterday and did great. She said, "We aren't allowed to see her new dance moves yet, though." Hashtag time can slow down, please. Booskies. Ballet, pretty cool. That guy tweets. Wow, that guy is at one stoned chef. So I'd love to eat at this restaurant. <laughs> Tell Pat you can wash shower curtains. He needs to save his money from all the tennis clothes he just bought. Mm. Depends. Is the shower curtain plastic? It is. Yeah, so that's I like the shower liner. I want liner. a new one anyway. I, it's a peacock. And we, we, we need to move on from the peacock. Peacock had its run. Time for something else. I'm I'm all about the new feng shui here. What do you mean peacock? It's just a peacock. It's a picture of a peacock? Like the shower curtain is like a long peacock. Weird. Who bought that? Me. Really? Got like pe- the, the peacock tail? Nope. A whole peacock. <laughs> yeah. It's one of them spanning the entire <laughs> curtain? Yeah. What is that? Why is that such a difficult concept to grasp? Because I can't. Ever picture seen. looking at a shower curtain, and from the left top corner is the peacock's head, and the bottom right corner is the peacock's tail, and it's like a nice drawing, like it's like a painting of like a peacock, and it spans the shower okay. curtain. Well, the painting <laughs> detail is important here because I thought it was just a picture of a peacock, <laughs> so I was picturing it correctly, and it seemed ludicrous. If this is a little more artsy, it makes a little yes, more it sense. It is artsy. Okay. It is All artsy, right. and it was nice. But now the peacock has had his run; he's off the throne. Patty is, needs new fall feng shui, so he's got to go. The, the living room has been feng shui'd. Now the shower curtain needs to be feng shui'd. Okay, let's... <laughs> we've said feng shui. You've said feng shui seven times on today's show. How many times correctly? How All do, of them. Yeah, that's how, how else are you supposed to say it? Well, that's, I think feng shui is like about balance and stuff like that, so I'm not, not just redoing things <laughs> is not feng shui. Like, throwing out a shower curtain for a new one is not feng shuiing your bathroom. That's my word of the day, Bogues, <laughs> and I'm not going to get off of it. Carla with a K toasting to her friend Kate, who I knew was having a hard day, and sent me a handwritten note to encourage me. Aw. Also, cheers to Bogish for his words of support for teachers on Tuesday. They are much appreciated. Hashtag... Toast them. And cigar smoking dude led off the morning by saying, is there an EP this morning? Can I be on deck if there's any uncertainties? <laughs> Hashtag put me in coach. Pat showed up bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to rock today. Am I right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's like you have a letdown against a cupcake team. You can't, you can't go back to back weeks with blunders. You got to, 
back it up with your A game. You got the wake-up call yesterday. Unfortunately, not literally, but <laughs> you got the wake-up call, and now you're focused. Correct. Okay? You responded today the way Dabo hopes Clemson responds yes. in its next <laughs> yeah. game. You lost to Duke yesterday as well. Yeah. I did. I did. And I'll never forget the look of Pat when I was... I forget how I phrased this, but he said, and I may have lost the job, too. <laughs> with that stone-cold face, eyes, just saddened eyes, with a giant bag of Taco Bell breakfast <laughs> and cinnamon bites stacked up in front of him as he looked longingly and said, I may have lost the job, too. <laughs> yeah, you just start cracking up in my face. <laughs> and... As I said in the PGP, can we create a rule for the next time, which hopefully doesn't happen. If there is a next time, Billy, you got to tell somebody. I was here for a half an hour, <laughs> and you didn't mention that Pat wasn't here. And then DA got on the air, and he didn't know that Pat wasn't here. You got to tell well, someone then, that one person of the show is missing. Well, then I, I but then it gets to 52, and I have there's work that I have to do now. So if before 52, you got to go, someone's not here. <laughs> Yeah, but he usually comes in around that time anyway. Ooh, we're going to time card him. Who? Huh? Wow. Me? You come in late sometimes. Oh. Wow, Uh-oh. Billy. I don't Uh-oh. know about that. My no, I would say if you had an average time punch in, it'd be Oof. like 532. And before Bilotti comes in, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Billy. I got to buy more Taco Bell? <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Great. I love it. Great. I'm really hanging my head over that. (laughs) (laughs) Billy G's the best. I love having Jack alone on the show. Also, he was great yesterday because there was no Pat, and I felt totally at ease. I came in, and Billy's just like, got the cold open. Not to Bogus, though. I can't do anything right to Bogus. No, I just wanted to know that Pat wasn't here. We need, maybe he needed help and like a half an hour without knowing that he was like, I found out when DA said it on the air at six Oh two, I had been here for a half an hour. At least you and I had spoken at least twice and no one, and you never mentioned that boy wasn't here, but I, I just put surprised. the cold open together. Yeah, he was, he was grinding. Yeah. All to right. be fair to Billy, I'd, I don't, you know, I didn't, I didn't text or call any of you guys. My phone was right. dead. Well, you, you were asleep. So I get, not yes. that your phone was dead. So I guess he was, you know, Billy, you were, you were in the dark as much as they were. Exactly. And I liked that Billy was calm. I loved it. It was like, it was all good. It was like, I didn't even have to worry. It was like, perfect. He's, he's the best to have in that situation. By the way, driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal, and law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. By the way, Kevin has an update on what swamp honey is. Swamp honey is a mixture that he uses personally to glaze barbecue meat. It's half bottle of honey, Half bottle Louisiana hot sauce, small container of Land O'Lakes garlic herb butter, and brown sugar until it simmers. I'm Del- listening. Delicious. Arteries will explode after one scoop of that, but that sounds delicious. Hot sauce, honey, garlic herb butter, brown sugar. Yeah, sign me up. Bogues' headlines. NFL football is now less than 12 hours away, but will Chiefs-Lions include Travis Kelsey, the KC tight end officially questionable after suffering a reported bone bruise during practice on Tuesday? Kelsey 
expected to test his knee this morning. No change. Meanwhile, with holdout defensive end or D lineman, I should say, Chris Jones, he said yesterday he could sign a play, but now it's today and there's no new contract still. But there is one in San Francisco, as expected. The Niners making Nick Bosa the highest paid defender ever. This reported five-year deal has an annual average value of 34 mil, topping Aaron Donald's. It guarantees Bosa 122.5 mil. What's not 100% guaranteed right now is Bosa facing the Steelers Sunday, but head coach Kyle Shanahan assumes Bosa will be out there. I mean, there is question because we haven't seen him, but I think you guys know how I'm talking. Like, have to be, have to have a beer belly and be out of shape or something. That's which that's not in in Bosa's DNA. Too much swamp butter, mm-hmm. swamp honey. Uh, the Rams. Swamp butter. <laughs> The Rams have already ruled out Cooper Cup for Sunday's open with the Seahawks because of his hamstring issue. But Joe Burrow was a full go at Bengals practice, said he is fine for their opener after hurting his calf in late July. Even a late-season West Coast trip isn't loosening the Orioles' grip on the AL East. Two and two the count. Here's the pitch. Hayes rips it. Deep left field. On a low line. Does it have enough? It does! It's gone! Back-to-back home runs for the Orioles. Piling it on in the eighth inning in Anaheim. It is now 10-3. And that would be the final in Anaheim. As heard on O's radio, Austin Hayes, four hits, four RBI. Baltimore has won five in a row, maintaining a three-and-a-half game lead on the Rays, who beat the Red Sox yesterday 3-1. The Astros wallop the Rangers again, this time 12-3 for a three-game sweep in Arlington, Texas. Now three back in the AL West with the Mariners in between. They're a game behind Houston after an 8-4 win in Cincinnati. Those Reds giving up the last NL wild card for now. Now a half game behind the Marlins. 11-4 winners over the Dodgers. Miami has won six in a row. Madison Keys and Carlos Alcaraz won their U.S. Open quarterfinals in straight sets last night. Keys right back on court tonight facing Arena Sabalenka after Coco Goff deals with Carolina Muhova. The Atlanta Dreamer back in the WNBA playoffs for the first time in five years, courtesy of last night's 79-68 win over Seattle and LSU women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey getting a 10-year extension worth 32 mil, the richest deal ever in the sport. The Tigers are the national champs, the fourth of Mulkey's career. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. When we come back here on the show, advanced analytics and your epic fail. DA, CBS Sports Radio. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. All right, tonight. We kick off the NFL season. Woohoo! Sunday, week one. Do you have your football food of the week already planned for this Sunday? 69% of you say, no, not yet. Now, the data department tells us wings are still the most consumed food on any given football Sunday during the season. And Pat Boyle is planning on double dipping Taco Bell breakfast this week with some breakfast crunch wraps lined up for Sunday ahead of week one. Is that so? You're doing breakfast crunch wraps before week one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a given. It's sold. It's already in the books. I've already placed the no, I haven't placed the order yet. But after the breakfast, after what we were treated to yesterday, it's funny, you'd think I would never forget how immaculate the breakfast crunch wrap is from Taco Bell. And yet again yesterday I was just blown away and mystified. And I it, it, there's there's no other candidate that can beat it. 
There's no other candidate that could beat Taco Bell breakfast to kick off the NFL season. How often do you work out to be eating Taco Bell breakfast as often as you do? I don't eat it that often. I think the last time I had it was the last time we had it on the show. Oh, okay. So it's it's one every three or four months. Gotcha. But two this week. Yes. Yes, we've uh, we've doubled the quota. And Billy crushed it yesterday. Had not one but two crunch wrap. And you you did you finish both of them? Did not. You did not. I did not finish both. Oh, okay. Of them. So that so they're meaty too. Yeah, they'll fill, they'll fill you. Yeah. I I bought an extra one for anybody, and then I bought an extra one in case I wanted one myself. And after the first one, I was like, ah, let me have some Cinnabon bites. Cinnabon I don't know if I need another whole crunch wrap. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. Or on the Odyssey app, get in the zone AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone AutoZone restrictions apply. Well, we had a caller ask me if AJ, my three-and-a-half-month-old son, was toasting anything today. What would he toast to? And I said, clearly my wife. He he absolutely adores my wife, as many babies do with their moms, and as they rightfully should. These moms carried them, gave birth to them, nursed them. Moms are amazing. My wife is an amazing mom. But also, when I see the joy in AJ's face, when he gets to lie down and feed when he gets breastfed, it is a joy that unlike any joy that I've ever seen on anybody else's face. And it dipped into slightly uncomfortable uh, discussion, which makes it today's epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. After three and a half months on this earth, what is AJ toasting, and what are the chances, since he watches the show, that his first word is going to be booskies? Gimme goo 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 gaga. Uh, AJ would toast mom. AJ <laughs> would toast mommy for delicious meals, a lot of them. AJ really likes to eat. Really, really likes to eat. And when he's hungry, he demands to eat. And seems like what he's getting is very nutritious. Seems like the Bourbon Bell is. Producing a very nutritious brand of whatever you would call that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go to the update. <laughs> you don't just give it a light squeeze. I mean, you have to really pull and yank at the at the udder. He's huge. <laughs> We're not big people. My wife's like 5'1", five 5'2". Five I'm like 5'10". As you can see, I've got no bulk. And he's just... He's becoming a monster. Just pick the whole thing up and just drink it. Been drinking, been eating. Every sip, it just gets better. Billy, we're talking about breastfeeding. <laughs> <you weren't> <laughs> He's not getting two percent. No, I <laughs> know that's this whole milk. This ain't skim. Yeah, it, it feels it feels like it's got Andro in it, like McGuire took. He's getting butt heavy. <laughs> oh, How are you getting so big? Like, you look like Jason Giambi. <laughs> Dog! So the equivalent now would be me laying across my wife's uh, waist while she's dropping Doritos and Jack and Coke into my face. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It sounds wonderful. And, and 
And, and you, I'm allowed. I'm, I'm, I'm being encouraged, you're encouraged to do it. <laughs> and then she's t- picking you up to burp you just so you can get down and do more of it. And you don't even have to stop. Wait, wait we got a whole other side. Hold <laughs> <Yes>. on. <laughs> pizza over here. Today we're still on pizza. Chorizo. Taco Tuesday. Gobble, 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 gobble. Uh. Gobble, 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 oh, gobble. Oh, good boy. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. You're getting so big. <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. It piqued my curiosity. Yeah, I'm not trying that. No. But for a second, the way you were going on about it, I... No, no, no. No, that's for babies. <laughs> and that's for the kin, not for the unrelated. No, that's not how that works. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. My wife texted me and said, just to note, AJ said for 1,000 Odyssey coins, he would spare half an ounce. (laughs) (laughs) King Curtis says, good morning, DA. I'd like to toast the show. I'd a month away, and the enjoyment the show brings is easily the best four hours of my day. Thanks very much, King Curtis. Booskies. Booskies. Uh, I am super excited about tonight. NFL is here. Tomorrow... We will do it big. We'll do the Wizard of Odds. We'll do the Tasty Top 5. We'll do picks. We've got Tony Gonzalez who's going to join us to talk about last night's or tonight, but tomorrow morning will be last night's Chiefs game. And um, and I'm going to figure out the football food of the week as well because I don't want to ignore it. I just need to figure out how we'll deliver that tomorrow so that everybody has a recipe that they could potentially make. I really like Kristen Buffalo's idea of combining the two different cities of one of the biggest matchups of the season. So let me figure this out, but we'll get there tomorrow, and uh, we're ready to rock. We we are here. We have made it. Very, very good, Damon. Very good. That's a good, that's, that's very good, Damon. Thanks to executive producer Pat Boyle this morning. Thanks to the always awesome Billy Jacolo on the Wheels of Steel and audio director today. Great job, Billy. Thank you. Great job by Andrew Bogish as well on headlines and Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. I'm DA. We'll see you tomorrow. Be good and be good to one another. The Mothership disconnects. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.